we're back for episode 17 of the Vikes Verified Podcast. Back for episode 17 of the Vikes Verified Podcast. It is officially Shefty Bomb season. Breaking news, free agency, all that. We're going to be bringing it to you today. Nick, how are we feeling? A lot going on in Vikings territory right now. We've seen a ton of moves, over a dozen in the past week from the Vikings. Free agency is really heating up along with restructure season. Uh, We're going to dive right into some big moves from the Vikings in the last couple days. We're going to grade each of them, let you know how these players are going to fit and where these players are going to fit if they went to another team. Matt, we'll start with Dalvin Tomlinson, defensive tackle from the New York Giants. Combined 600 pounds in the middle now next to Michael Pierce. Uh, going to be a good addition for the run-stopping aspect of the defense. Mike Zimmer definitely needs another big body in the middle. It looks like he got one in Dalvin Tomlinson. Not to mention he is the second of the Dalvins in the National Football League. Only two, both in Minnesota. How are we feeling about that? We're feeling great about it. Honestly, first off, Dalvin Tomlinson sounds like a prototype five-star running back name. But Absolutely. Just shows why he's a beast up the middle out of Alabama. Great against the run, like Nick was saying, but he can also get after the uh, quarterback, too. He had three and a half sacks last year, and um, his just ability to play both the running pass is going to be huge for us, and he probably will be able to play three downs. Yeah, moves well for a big man. I'm going to give this pickup a B-plus. How about you? I'll give it a B-plus as well. Um, it would have been nice to get a little bit more prototypical pass rusher in that role, but like we said, uh, having those two run stuffers up the middle is going to help our back end as well, so I'll give it a B-plus. Yeah, we're comfortable with that. Great addition for the Vikings. Moving on to the star of this segment, Mr. Patrick Peterson out of LSU. Eight-time Pro Bowler, a phenomenal player for the Arizona Cardinals. Seems to be near the top in PFF grade and statistics yearly, but in the past couple of years, Matt, hasn't looked as strong. Um, he's not the player he once was, but I do still think there's potential for him to help develop these younger players on the team as well as make some plays for us. So I like the signing, but I will say that I think he's past his prime. Yeah, some people are getting after his age and stuff. Uh, One thing I look at is that Arizona played, I think, third or fourth highest man coverage last season. So there's a lot of pressure on him, which kind of resulted in... Not to mention their horrific pass rush. Yeah, down year and PFF grade and all that. But coming into a heavy cover two scheme, I think he's going to have a little less pressure on him just going to be teaching those young defensive backs and uh, i think he's going to have a good bounce back year and be solid for us especially under zimmer um letting him craft uh peterson up is just going to be great for our defense yeah i think they're going to be a good combo together uh peterson has worked with a bunch of coaches and uh, comes out of dbu lsu ton of great dbs from there so yeah i like what you said about the cover two scheme i definitely agree with that he'll be in a lot more flat zones a lot more opportunities for him to break on balls whereas He's playing man coverage, facing a receiver downfield. He'll have an opportunity to get his eyes on the quarterback. Yeah, overall, I'll give it a B plus. Uh, like you said, age is a factor. Downplay last year is a factor. But I think our scheme and being with Mike Zimmer and just knowing who Patrick Peterson is as a player, I'll take that chance. And I think overall it's going to pay off for us. Yeah, I'm going to go B minus. I still like the pickup a lot. Um, wish I just wish this was maybe five years ago. It's kind of like that that Christmas present that you wanted as a kid, but you know, it comes five, six years later, not as satisfying, but like he's still going to make some plays for us. I just wish that he could contribute in the punt return game. Like he used to. Yeah. It's just going to be good to have that veteran in our defensive back room. I think we really needed that going into next season. 
Absolutely. And we had to pay our farewells to a longtime Viking, Kyle Rudolph. Had to part ways with him for cap purposes. He heads to the New York Giants. Uh, I think he'll be a great fit there. He's certainly going to compliment Evan Ingram's game up there. He's kind of a stretch of field tight end. Rudolph more of a possession red zone tight end. So I like the move. Um, I just want to see him successful wherever he goes, honestly. Uh, Respect to Rudolph. All he's done for Minnesota. So happy to see him go, but hate to see him leave. Yeah, good guy. Uh, Like you said, I want to see him succeed anywhere. So hopefully he does well in the Big Apple. He's got Danny Dimes throwing him passes, so hopefully he can get a couple one-handers up there for him. Uh, but also joining him in New York was Afadi Adenabo, signing a one-year, $2.5 million deal out of Minnesota now, up uh, working with that defense in the New York. So going to miss him as well. But we've got Stephen Weatherly replacing him, which was one of our additions. So, Nick, how are you feeling about that addition of Weatherly? I like Steven Weatherly coming back. Uh, he was a pretty nice player for us, good rotational player. I don't think he's a starting caliber defensive end for us, but I think that he can kind of play that coming off the bench on third down, get after the quarterback fresh legs. I think he is a good addition. Uh, he had a ton of good reps in Minnesota when he was here and familiar face, signed with Team IFA in Minneapolis, you know that. So nope. um, he's happy to be home, and I think he's excited to be back here. Uh, as far as Odenabo, hope he can get in more of a rotational role in New York and hopefully find some a uh, little bit of success up there. What do you got for a grade on Weatherly signing? I'm going to go with a solid C on that one. Um, he's not really a high-profile player, so it's hard to give him anywhere in the B to A range, but I think he's going to provide good depth for us, and overall I think it was a necessary signing. Yeah, I'm C+. Uh, it was interesting to see. We basically gave the same contract to Weatherly as Odenabo, so essentially we chose him over Odenabo, but I'm totally in for it as long as he can get back into that rotational defensive end role great guy in the locker room too uh overall i'll give it a c plus just because i think there's a little bit more left on the board but getting a familiar face isn't uh bad so absolutely and chad bb will be making his way back to the vikings this year signs a one-year deal with us um i like it i think he can compete for that wide receiver three four spot uh we saw him redeem himself when he needed to last year and really kept himself on the team and made some good plays last year i like how he fights for the sticks he really goes for that first down he's got pretty good hands good route runner um, I'd like to see him compete for that 3-4 spot, but I definitely think we need to bring another person in to compete with him for that. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. Uh, I totally like bringing him back for depth. Great locker room guy as well, too. Really loves the state of Minnesota. Made sense to bring him back, especially on a minimum deal. But we do need to bring someone in that can compete legitimately for that wide receiver 3 role. Maybe Fitzgerald. Uh, long shot, but just the name just a reason really why we need to address that position yeah former vikings ball boy uh people are talking about a reunion i wouldn't be against giving it to him there's whispers whispers of it and you know larry's got a little bit of interest it's definitely in his head a little bit so i'm not going to put it out of the picture but i do think at this point it's a little bit unrealistic yep i agree but it's just uh you know nice to think about at least for a man like fitzgerald but honestly one of the biggest positions that the vikings haven't addressed the only move they've made on the o-line has been re-signing rashad hill uh, Nick, I, I like the move, but I feel like we still need to do more. Yeah, and I do like the move too, but you got to, re- I mean, we both realize that he's not a starting caliber tackle. We don't really want him out there in a starting role. I think he's a great swing tackle, come in yeah, and perfect uh, heavy tackle. packages, come in, run block a little bit. And I think he is good if a tackle goes down. I like him as a backup. So good depth there, but I definitely think we need to bring in a starting caliber tackle. Yeah, we need a tackler guard ASAP, I think. With right now, we got about $4 million left. Uh, with a possible Smith extension, we should get up to around $10 million. First off, first priority should be getting an O-lineman. 
we just can't afford to try to hit through the draft in both guard and tackle. I just think it's too much to depend on and, and just not fair to Kirk. If we're going to put all this into the defense, I think you need to be uh, kind of logical and add a, a really solid offensive lineman. I totally agree. we got to set him up for success as much as we possibly can. Um, he deserves it, and he can do great things with a good O-line. So uh, Thielen taking a little restructure today, uh, converting some of that money to signing bonus. Uh, that's a good move. Saves us about $8 million in cap. So we're clearing up a little bit there. I think we're poised to make another move here. Uh hopefully in the O-line region. I'd really like to see us go after a guy like Mitchell Schwartz or someone in that realm, maybe Eric Fisher. Yeah, quick note, uh, Rudolph, we did designate his contract for post-June 1st designation, so essentially what that means is the Vikings will save $7.2 million in cap, which we'll be able to use for the rookie class as well as in-season signings. So essentially what's nice about that is whatever money that we get from a Smith extension – or anywhere else, we'll be able to directly use that for free agents. Absolutely, and that's a great move. Hats off to Rob Brzezinski again. Whiz. He's just a wizard in there, and imagine the moves he's making. Imagine the phone calls he's making. So that, uh, hats man. off to him. He's doing a great job. Uh, keep cleaning up a little space for us. Give us a little freedom. Let's sign a, Let's bring a big, another big name up here to Minnesota. Yep. It's shaping up to be a new-look NFC North this year. A lot of new faces coming up to the conference. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Aaron Jones getting re-signed in Green Bay. Andy Dalton to Chicago. Jared Goff to Detroit. It's going to be a lot of new faces, a lot of new competitors. Um, looking forward to it, mostly for the fact that Andy Dalton is not a great quarterback and signed by the Chicago Bears. I don't know what the fans are thinking. they got to be kicking themselves. The ownership drops the ball once again, and I think they're just not committed to going and getting a legitimate quarterback. I mean, I know they made a hard pursuit at Russell Wilson, but how realistic is that, to be honest? Yeah, it's hard to pull Russ out of Seattle, first of all. They were lucky to get Khalil Mack. So for them, yeah, signing Andy Dalton was kind of a head-scratcher and almost just a move that doesn't really – it doesn't move the needle for me at all. Um, and then you look at Detroit. Six and ten. Letting go of Stafford, trading for Goff, and then – uh, just not really making a lot of moves in free agency. And once again, another year, another year of Green Bay not going after a wide receiver to help out Rodgers, just putting all the pressure on Devontae Adams. So for us, after the first week of free agency, uh, I feel like we're kind of coming out on top when it looks uh, at the moves and everything with our ability to save cap and add these impact players. I just think Chicago and Detroit are, are in turmoil right now with their moves. Yeah, I think we've won the free agency uh, battle so far in the division. I think that Aaron Rodgers, I think it's going to be a two-horse race again this year. I think Aaron Rodgers competes. Kirk oh, Cousins yeah. will have another good year. I think Jared Goff and Andy Dalton down there, if he's the starter, I don't think they are teams that eclipse seven wins in my mind. So um, I think it's going to come down to Vikings-Packers just the way we like it. And Packers, obviously, still a very solid roster. Uh, just re-signed Aaron Jones. Big deal there. Got some big money. So Green Bay will have their hands tied with his contract for years to come. Yeah, him and A.J. Dillon, it just doesn't really make sense for after spending a second-round pick to give Jones that money, even though he's a really good player. And they just continue to neglect getting weapons for Rodgers. But overall, like you said, Rodgers is going to keep them in the race every year until he's gone. So I think it's going to be another two-man race. And hopefully we can get out on top this year. Yeah, and I like what we're doing. We're really building a solid roster right now. I think we've really gained some depth in this free agency. Overall, I've really liked the moves from Zimmer and Spielman. I hope they can continue this trend into the draft and pick up some more picks and i think this is going to be a really solid roster next year i'm liking the way it's shaping up 
got interior D-line help, which was an immediate need. We saw our team get ran up and down the field last year. Uh, we got that solved. Michael Pierce coming back, Dalvin Tomlinson, Mike Zimmer on the phone today with Daniil Hunter. Hopefully he's going to be there for week one. We're counting on it. Need him. But that defensive Whispers front. Whispers that everything's okay too. So. Yeah, and that defensive front is looking scary. I think that's a top-tier defensive front if we got everyone healthy there. Yeah, defensive line is back in uh, to what we're used to. Linebackers are going to be eating things up east and west. And then really I think the biggest domino left is Anthony Harris in that safety position with all the mo- with the money we just dedicated to Peterson and really the lack of cap space that we have. I just don't know if there's enough money left in the cards for Harris, but obviously he's a valued member of this defense. So unless they get creative, I think we may be looking at a new replacement, and that's going to be something that's critical for this defense. But overall, I think we're going to see a stark improvement. I think so too, and we got to talk a little bit about the possibility. I've been hearing a couple of rumors already about Patrick Peterson potentially Playing popping over safety. to safety, and I think it's far fetched right now, but I do think he could be capable. It makes sense an aging player maybe losing some speed, playing next to a veteran in Harrison Smith. Peterson definitely understands defensive schemes. I think he could hop over, but at the same time, I think we should go after a bread safety, uh, someone who's peer to the position, and let Patrick kind of do his thing on the perimeter. Yeah, I think it's a stretch just because it takes away from the depth of our secondary. I mean, really, then you're just putting Gladney and Dantzler back to where they were. Um, Overall, I think just having them back there in the back four is huge for us, but I think we got to keep them as a cornerback just because then we're three deep there. I think that just helps our defense out a lot and what we can do in our packages. So overall, unless really they feel like it's the best thing to do, I think we got to stick them at corner. I totally agree, and I think – as you mentioned earlier, the cover two scheme is going to benefit him greatly. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. He's going to have a good mix of man and zone coverage. So I think he's going to adapt really well. And I can't wait to see him make some plays. So that being said, uh, free agency thus far, how have your draft needs changed for the Vikings this year? I still think first round, it's got to be offensive line. Still agree with a trade back. I'd be fine going to mid twenties, taking best available O line there. I'm just curious as to your opinion. What we, what do you think we should do with our early picks? Uh, priority one or lack thereof in the second round which we will trade up for yeah I think actually we need to trade back and try to accumulate a second round pick Um, that should be priority one for us I think it just makes sense for what we're trying to draft we don't need to be at 14 unless someone drops that is obviously too good to pass up but like you said I think we got to take O-line address that and then after that if we can get a second round pick I think they go D, defensive line possibly, or safety. Those are the three positions I think that are going to be addressed very early in the draft. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised to even see a running back drafted after after the dismissal of Mike Boone to Denver. Um, I think that that third-string running back role is something that's important for the Vikings, and I think we'll see a running back somewhere in the mid to late rounds. But I wouldn't be surprised to, get, to see a linebacker as well in those mid-rounds, maybe third or fourth, add some depth to that bar, Kendricks-Wilson core. Uh, Troy Dye hopefully improving his role this year so uh, I trust Spielman and I trust Zimmer in the draft I think we're going to go get some nice defensive pieces I'd like to see us add a wide receiver to compete and a serviceable offensive lineman that can play right away so there's definitely still some needs on this team but if we can shape everything up and get the players we want in the draft I think this could be a top 10 roster next year yeah like you said another solid draft like last year this has definitely got a shot to be top 10 Um, overall with our moves like I said, our defense is going to be 
vastly improved. Offense was very good last year other than the O-line. Uh, that, to me, is the biggest question mark left this offseason is how we address it and, and how we're going into next season. I think it's been neglected in past years, and I really hope that they don't do it again because Kirk really needs it for our offense to be successful, and, and it's, I think, the last thing holding us from being a, a, making a deep playoff run. I absolutely agree. You look at uh, those playoff teams and how much pressure those defensive lines get in those NFC and AFC championship games. It seems like we've seen edge players almost win games for teams down the stretch. If you look at Von Miller in the Super Bowl a few years back, absolutely wrecked the game. Uh, if the offensive line can't hold up on the edges against those top-tier fronts, I think that there's no chance to win a Super Bowl. So I think we definitely need to address the edges, get a big tackle out there, uh, maybe add a guard slide potentially slide cleveland if he is ready to move out to tackle but i think that we should keep him at guard for now yeah i'm gonna switch it up and actually ask you something on defense one guy we didn't address in the free agency was nick vigil with eric wilson likely moving on to a different team we signed nick vigil formerly on the Bengals and chargers he's got some familiarity with paul gunther nick do you like that do you feel worse is he worse than wilson what's your opinions on him I definitely think Eric Wilson's a better player than Vigil. Not that he's bad or anything. I think Vigil's a very fundamentally sound player. Uh, he's a good tackler for sure. And like you said, a little bit of a scheme and coaching fit there with Paul Gunther. So uh, the signing makes sense. Uh, Nick Vigil will probably be, end up being a great special teams player for it th this year if he makes a roster. So um, it's a good depth signing. I don't think he's a player we'll see much on defense from first to fourth down. But um, Eric Wilson will definitely still have that role. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. I think overall it, Wilson was just kind of the odd man out, but it was good to get Vigil um, some familiarity and just a good depth linebacker. Uh, one other thing I'll ask you, though, is your most impactful free agent, free agent addition and one person that is leaving the team that will hurt the most. Okay, that's a great question. I'm going to go with the most impactful. I'm going to go with Dalvin Tomlinson, strictly on the fact of how bad our run defense was this year. Um, him and Pierce in the middle are going to be true run stoppers, and we haven't really had that since, you know, you can look back to Linval a couple of years ago. I guess he was a great player, but the Williams wall, you look back to Pat and Kevin, we really haven't had two giant presences in there since then. And I think these guys are both giant human beings, and they do a great job moving their feet and eating up blocks. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Uh, Kendrickson Barr got to be awfully happy these guys came to town. Uh, it's going to make their job a lot easier, help them get a lot more tackles. So. I think it's a great, great thing that we address that interior defensive line. Now, for people that are leaving, I'm going to go with Kyle Rudolph because of the Walter Payton nominations, his loyalty to Minnesota, Notre Dame boy. I love the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Um, I just think he was a great player for us, and he scored a lot of clutch touchdowns for us. People are people don't realize how much we're going to miss that in the red zone. He was really a security blanket for us. Him and Thielen have always been so solid down there. And uh, Kyle's going to do great things in New York. I'm looking forward to it. I hope Daniel trusts him and just throws that ball up to him in the red zone. Yeah, I really do think we're going to miss Rudolph. Like you said, he's just so clutch in the red zone, and that for us was huge. But uh, one guy I think that will hurt just a little bit more is Riley Reef, just because of our O-line and the inability of it, really. He was actually one of the steadier uh, guys on it and had a, had a a good year last year. Yeah, it was the best year of his career. Just too, arguably. High of a, too high of a cap hit for us to take on next year. It's tough to see him go. I think it's going to hurt, but it just is going to all depend on who they get to replace him. Yeah, and I think uh, 
Riley Reeves still has a couple good years left in this league. I think he can definitely sign with someone and make an impact somewhere else. But I do think he is Cincinnati. Possibly. Yeah, he's on the tail end of his career, and I understand we had to do it. Had our hands tied with the cap space. Uh, the move had to be made, but like you said, it needs to be the position needs to be filled. We can't have Rashad Hill out there as a starter. We need to get a legitimate player who's going to get in there and compete with these top tier edges. We're going to hop into some dream-free agent additions here. Uh, still a lot of guys on the market, a lot of value. Who are you seeing as a dream addition to this team right now? Number one, I'll go with Mitchell Schwartz, offensive tackle, uh, former offensive tackle from Kansas City Chiefs. I think if we could get him on the team somehow, he is a rock-solid guy and would be a welcomed addition to our offensive line room. Second, I will go with Adam Humphreys. I think he's a better version of Chad Beebe, and that's no offense to him. Just overall, I think he's had better statistics and, and a better resume. I think bringing that veteran-type player and having him in that wide receiver three role wouldn't hurt at all. And then finally, wrapping up, if we aren't able to get Anthony Harris, I think Keanu Neal would be a likely replacement. We have a, reportedly reached out to him and shown some interest already. Uh, pretty good safety from Atlanta, was injured for most of last year, but can really fill the box and yeah, still play hard in the hitter. pass. Yeah, he'll come fill the, at those alleys and stop the run for sure. I like that. But Harrison does a lot of that, so I, I prefer more of a cover safety. But if we got Keanu Neal, I would not be complaining. Uh, earlier I talked about filling that wide receiver three spot and getting some competition in there for BB and BC. So I'm going to name two guys here that could potentially compete. One, not so much. And that one being T.Y. Hilton, a uh, longtime receiver for the Indianapolis Colts, has proven to be a viable deep threat, and he plays the slot so well. So Jefferson and Thielen on the outsides mixing T.Y. in the slot, I think that could be a great combo if he's willing to take a smaller deal. And another guy is Cordero Patterson for kick return purposes. We would love to see him back after seeing us struggle in the return game all of last year. So I think Cordero could be a good asset and as well as maybe fill that Mike Boone RB3 role. Cordero's been pretty nice out of the backfield, as you saw last year against the Vikings. So I would not mind a reunion in Minnesota for Cordero Patterson. I think he's a stud. I think we could get him on the cheap, and it'd be great to bring him back. He's got some of, like, I think he's got, holds the record for scoring eight rushing, eight passing, and eight return touchdowns. So he really can score three different ways, and he could come on a pretty good deal. I think for sure he could replace Boone and really provide an impact for this offense in multiple ways. Yeah, so hopefully we see one of these guys come to Minnesota at least. Got a little bit of cap space to play with here. Uh, Going to have to really negotiate for these guys, but Just overall, into existence. yeah, I would not be surprised to see one of these names land on our roster and help this team become even more complete. As always, stay tuned into the Vikes Verified Instagram, Facebook, all social media. We're looking forward to covering this draft for you guys coming up quick. And uh, we love bringing you guys content. Let us know what you like, what you don't. And stay tuned for our transition to video coming shortly. Yeah, times are heating up and free agency and draft is right around the corner. So stay tuned to our IG for breaking news, draft profiles, all that good stuff. We're going to be bringing it to you. Like Nick said, we're going to shortly be transitioning to video. So we're excited for that as well. But yeah, let us know what you like. Uh, listen to the podcast. Rate it if you'd like. Do all that. But we're looking forward to bringing you more coverage and for things to heat up in Vikings Nation. As always, Skull Vikes, VV out. VV.